Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the gang. You know, the one you never asked to be a part of. You are listening to The Grief Gang Podcast with me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. This podcast has been created to tackle the tough but important conversations around grief with authenticity, realness, and having a laugh whilst we're at it. Look, we're all going to experience grief at some point in our life, in some way or another. So it's good to talk about it so that it's not much of a nightmare when it comes knocking at our doors. Grief can be incredibly lonely and isolating, but you don't have to feel lonely alone. On this podcast, you will hear various different stories and experiences, ones that will uplift you, inspire you, break your heart, mend your heart, and get you asking yourself some big questions. Some of these stories on my own, some are from the wonderful growing Grief Gang community, and some are from the incredible guest interviews. You will most likely cry. <laughs> I hope somewhere along the line you can get a giggle in, but I promise you, you will learn something. I haven't got a clue what you'll take away, but I know you will take away something. So, this might be weird to say given the context, but happy listening. Welcome to the Father's Day episode 2023. If you're familiar here and a regular listener, you will know the score with these episodes. And if you're new here, I'll give you a little quick rundown before we get into it because we have had a lot of submissions this year that I'm really, really super grateful for and like equally heartbroken for as well, which you'll soon come to realize why at the end of this episode. So the Father's Day episode 2023, what you're going to hear for the next 30 plus minutes potentially 
is a range of people sharing memories, stories, anything about the person who they are missing today on this Father's Day. And it's a style of episode that I've been doing since like the very early doors of Grief Gang. And I ran with it ever since. And I'm really glad that I have because although it really does tug on your heartstrings, which you will hear, it's an episode where a couple of times a year, say for Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, I roll out this style of episode to basically pass the mic to you guys, although it is me doing the talking. (laughs) Um, I pass the mic to you. And I give you the opportunity to share who it is that you are missing and loving on these sort of holiday dates in the year. And I mean, every time I do a call out for this, I always sometimes feel like, oh, nobody's going to write in. And I'm always like blown away at how many people write in and are willing to share their grief and their love their pain, their memories, their memories with me for this episode. And so please let it be known that it never goes unnoticed or unknown how much of an honour it is to do this episode every single year, multiple times throughout the year for you to trust me with your memories and paying honour to your people. So I'm going to get straight into it. Like I said, we've got a lot of submissions today. So as you listen to this episode, whatever you're doing this Father's Day, whether you're hiding under the duvet and like waiting for it to pass or you're remembering and honouring your person by doing something, maybe cooking their favourite meal or going to a spot that means something to you, however you are choosing to navigate this day. I hope that it is gentle to you and that it is kind and that you're also kind to yourself, most importantly. However you choose to see fit today, I hope above all that you are kind to yourself. So let's get into our first submissions. Hey Amber, I'd love to share this photo of my dad. He passed away when I was three by suicide. I was young, so never grew out of calling him daddy. So that is still who he is to me. I have lived largely without a dad or father figure, but I do have some select few and precious memories. Attached is a picture of him. I couldn't find the picture of him juggling, but he invented the fireball, which enabled jugglers to juggle fire without gloves and was quite revolutionary at the time. His legacy has largely died out, but I still juggle and fill him within me whenever I do. A little piece of him I carry with me. This is a little short one. And almost like a little statement, this is, I love this. This is what I like about photographs. They're proof that once, even if just for a heartbeat, everything was perfect. This Father's Day, I'm remembering one of the first times I travelled abroad for work and I FaceTimed my dad and we laughed about having drinks from the minibar together. I've been really fortunate and travelled a lot since then and I wish I could tell him all about it. This will be my first Father's Day without my dad. I miss him more than anything in the world. I just want one more day with him. 
one time for my 12th birthday, June 5th. He woke, happy belated birthday, by the way. (laughs) He woke me up in the middle of the night and told me to put on my slippers. At the time, I didn't question it. Maybe it was the lingering drowsiness or just the fact he'd take me on wild adventures all the time. And I didn't even realise it was my birthday. We go into Maya's and he takes me back to the bike section and asks me to pick one. I really wanted this pink bike with a basket and glittery tassels. He picked me up, placed me on it and out to self-checkout we went. We went home and we went on a bike ride at 1am to nowhere in specific. He always made sure I was happy. He always made sure to fill my life with love and adventure. I don't know what I'm going to do without him. My dad's name was Scott. He was my best friend in the entire world. I don't think I'll ever meet anyone as tender-hearted, kind, silly and good as he was. He deserves so much more than the life he got, but I'm so lucky to have had the privilege of being his daughter. I miss you so much, Dad. Sending kisses to heaven. I'm sending this on behalf of my two sons, Danny and Jay, who lost the best dad I could have ever chosen for them. He loved his boys so much and included them in everything he did. He taught them to be the boys that they are today. They are his mini Lees. This day is incredibly hard for them as they miss their dad hugely. But I'm so proud of how they have both coped over the last year. They have the greatest memories to hold on to. They are lucky to have had a dad that loved them as much as he did. The time spent was cut way too short but they did more with their dad than most others I know and he is with them every day, guiding them. I truly believe that. John Harris, there for me every single day, through the very best and worst of times, trying CrossFit at 66, teaching me about politics, maps, cheeses, music, defrosting my freezer and fixing my car, calm and logical at every moment, missing you today, and every day, Dad. Dad, your birthday is on Christmas Eve, so we would have cheese and bread and other snacks with wine. Mum and I would give you one present that evening and you'd get the rest on Christmas morning. We would watch A Christmas Carol because it was Mum's favourite. No other options. It was and will always be my favourite memory. Once a year, it was a day to celebrate you. It will forever be a hard day but the memory will fill me with joy forever. I love you and miss you and mum lots. Happy Father's Day to my favourite dad. I follow your page on Instagram and saw the Father's Day post call out and knew I had to shout out my late dad, Art Berry Jr. Below is a picture of my family with my late father who passed away in September of 2021. I chose his picture of my pops because having a family meant so much to him. He came into my life when I was in middle school and my sister was in high school. He adopted us shortly after marrying our mother. The story is when our dad and mum had been discussing Christmas gifts for everyone. She had asked him what he wanted and he had said, I just want a family. That was it. That was the proposal. And with it, the start of what would become the Berry family. He changed everything for all of us in the best way. We miss him more than words can say and lean into feeling his presence and love daily. Happy Heavenly Father's Day, Pops. 
This photo is my favourite because the genuine warm smile on my aunt's face is a reflection of the happiness my dad brought to people's lives. The kindness and love that filled his eyes when he was with his siblings and family. His strong arms remind me of how his hugs used to feel and the angle that the camera is aimed at his face captures the unmistakable shared traits he and I share. He passed away June 16th, 2009. I miss him so much. It's almost been 15 years, but it feels like it's only been a couple of weeks since that day. Hi, Amber. I somehow found you on socials and have been listening along to the podcasts. Thank you. I lost my dad tragically in an accident on the family farm in August. It came without warning and had been such a sad journey where I have endured soul-destroying, crippling sadness. I was in business with my dad. We farmed together and were each other's gloom. I miss him and grieve the relationship and companionship we shared every day. I knew I had the best dad before his accident and was luckily able to show my appreciation, respect and love before he died. On this Father's Day, I want to thank my dad for his kindness, love, support, honesty and friendship. I want to thank him for never ever failing short as a father. I miss you terribly, dad, and long for more moments and memories with you. I cannot wait to meet with you again. This will be the first Father's Day without my dad, James. With his birthday the following day, I'm filled with dread and sorrow at the thought of this, but I'm conflicted. I want to celebrate the amazing, caring and brave man he was. My dad died in February, age 62. He fought so hard. I truly believe the best people die too young, as he was a special man. He raised me and my sister on his own as a single father. He taught me real, unconditional love. He knows how much I love him and I always know how much he loves me. He taught me to be empathetic, to be brave and that I am capable of absolutely anything. He made me feel as special as he was. I love you so much, Daddio, my true hero. My dad, Paul, had the most amazing laugh. Here he is laughing with me on my wedding day, less than a year before he had a devastating stroke. I miss his advice and problem solving. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much for doing this. This is my first Father's Day without my dad and it means the world to me that you are making sure these loved ones stick around in our memories and hearts. Thank you. My memory to share is this. It was my 29th birthday, which is right around Father's Day, and was the last birthday I had with my dad. He decided to surprise me and show up at my house that morning. I woke to a banging on my back door and went downstairs to see my dad standing there smiling and holding flowers. He said he would do whatever I wanted to do. He just wanted to spend a few hours with me. He brought me the most thoughtful gift, which was handmade cooking utensils for lefties because I'm left-handed. We spent the morning together grabbing breakfast and walking around my nearby park. It was such a simple yet profound act of showing up for the people he loved, which was exactly how he led each day of his life. As a young girl, my father was lucky enough to take off summers so that he could rent a cottage in the town he grew up in, allowing both my sister and I to connect with where he was from and himself to enjoy the tranquility of the mountains by the lake. When I remember him, I remember him there, 
at the cottage, going for morning swims and making everyone breakfast. I remember how at peace he was. It's the only way I like to remember my father, because that was who he truly was. Hi, Dad. Well, what can I say? It's been a rough time without you the past 15 months, but every day I get up and carry on in your honour. Ronnie misses you so much, and we still talk about you every day. Sometimes those talks are tough, and we have a little cry, then remember something funny you said or did and end up laughing. I get all your signs, so I know you're never far away. But what I wouldn't give for one more day with you. Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love and miss you every day. All my love, your daughter, Tracy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. To Dad, this Father's Day will be my 22nd one without you. It still feels so strange to put that down in words. I was only nine years old on the last Father's Day I got to share with you, completely unaware of the pain and loss I was about to have with me for the rest of my life. Through every happy moment, there has been sorrow. I miss you so much, I cannot even put it into words. I feel completely robbed of my childhood and I'm still so angry at the world for taking you away. We needed more time. Today I'll often wonder what I'd have brought you what we'd have done to celebrate and how I would have expressed my gratitude and love to you because I was and am still so grateful that you were my dad. We didn't have enough time. You should be here. I'll daydream thinking about how different life would be if you were still here, how much my boys would have adored you and how much we'd have spoiled you. We didn't have enough time. You should be here, dad. And yet here we are over 20 years later and I'm left with this empty feeling in the pit of my stomach and an ache in my heart that will never go away. Not just today, but every day. I know that, I know that this feeling will never leave me. How could it? Where there is great love, there is great pain. I talk about you all the time, especially to my boys about their granddad, Bob. I tell them all my memories, all the silly jokes you'd play on me, all the music you'd listen to, but most importantly, just how special you are. I was so, so lucky to have you. I just wished we'd had more time. My wonderful dad, happy Father's Day. I'll never have enough time or worse to say how I feel or just how much I miss you. Love you forever and always and pray that one day, maybe in another world, we'll be together again. This year is the 10th anniversary of when my dad passed away unexpectedly. 
I was 19 and he was 49 when it happened. So much has changed in the last decade, but what hasn't changed is how much I miss him. The funny thing about grief is that it doesn't lessen at all with time, contrary to what people believe. I actually feel his absence more when I think about all that he's missed out on. He didn't see me graduate uni, move out into my own flat, the different jobs I've had, meet my boyfriend. He's missed a decade worth of Christmases and birthdays and evenings spent on the sofa laughing together. As I near 30, I feel so different to how I did when I was 19. And I wonder what he would think of me now if he knew me. He haunts my dreams and my special occasions and my sleepless nights. But every year I remember his voice less. Every moment he turns more into a photograph of a memory than a real person. But I will never forget the way he smelled. The tightness of his warm chest as he hugged me. His laugh, how he encouraged me to read. The way he was proud of everything I did. The way he called me Miffin because he misspelled muffin in the text to me once. The way he rolled cigarettes on the kitchen counter. Or how he was the smartest man I ever knew. This year I got a tattoo of one of our favourite photos of him and my younger brother Cameron is getting the same one too. We may not have seen your face for 10 years now, Dad, but when I look down, I could be reminded of you all the time. Happy Father's Day. Love, Ali. Your miffin. Two and a half years after mum, we lost dad. I say lost because saying he died always feels vulgar and so final. He never said your mum is dead. He almost never mentioned death at all. He talked about her in the now as she was, as he knew her. The love of his life, his best and first and always love. He saw her as he wanted to. He was and is a maverick. A man who knew his mind and always spoke first and last, always chose his own path. A squadron leader, a motorbike rider, a maker of cocktails and barbecue parties, a builder of dens, a fixer of broken things. So when pancreatic cancer came for him, he fought it and he almost won because he never just accepted things as they were. He saw them as he wanted to and sickness and death were no exceptions. We, my brothers and I, believed that mum came to collect him. She was the only one who could get him to leave the party. She took him out of the room and they are, as always, together. Never, not once, did he change. He was entirely himself to his very last day. Not sick, not dying, just ready to leave. So perhaps lost will always be the wrong word. Perhaps he left. Perhaps he left the room. Perhaps that's what he did. That way, there's always the chance they're just outside together. I lost my father almost five and a half years ago when I was 18. Father's Day is indeed tricky, like you said. It brings almost every emotion grief has. I never know what to expect on Father's Day, but I know every time I see something about it, I feel a little heartbreak, like I'm missing out. I have a lot of memories of my dad because I had the best 18 years with him, even though 18 years was not enough. My favourite ones that looking back showed me how much he loved me, even though a small, simple gesture was if I forgot my lunch for school, he would stop in the middle of his workday to bring me some. Now, although that seems simple, it was just an extra little thing he didn't have to do, but did because he loved me. 
I know right now, I don't know why this happened, but I get a sense of peace anytime I get to help someone else go through such an awful, awful thing. And it makes me feel better. Whether this is your first or 10th Father's Day, remember them how you can and how you want. Nobody grieves the same and that's perfectly okay. It will be my first Father's Day without my dad, Peter, who passed of a stroke in December and it will be extremely painful. I miss him every day and think about him every second. The picture I've attached is from my last holiday with him as a family in Crete with my mum and sister. We had the best time ever and I'm so glad we got to share those memories with him. Every Father's Day, my dad would never want a gift. He was so humble and gracious. Every year I would send him a long message and make a video with photos of us together. This is my first Father's Day without him and I'm thinking of still making him a video and carrying on that tradition. I would always tell him what an amazing dad he was and he would always respond with, it is easy to be an amazing dad when I have the most amazing daughter. He's the best person and dad that will ever live. I miss him. This is David, the bear, the love of my life, the home, my safety, my best friend, the only person who was ever truly there for me. I'm lost without you. I would do anything to have you back, to be in your arms and to hear your voice. My life is empty now and you are my heart until we meet again and I will see you again. Your loving daughter, Rebecca, your baby bear. Hi Amber, I discovered your pod after losing my dad suddenly at the young age of 66 in January this year. This will be my first Father's Day without him. Dedication for my dad, Dave Redhead. My favourite memory of us together is when I used to go to work with him in his HGV when I was on school holidays. My dad's a HGV driver too. We take our dog Cassie and listen to the Buster soundtrack and sing along while stopping for a chippy lunch. I miss him so much. It's my first Father's Day since my dad died back in October 2022. We didn't speak much after my parents split in 2016, but my God, it still hurts to know that this Father's Day, he really isn't here at all whatsoever. Despite my dad not being a good person, since his death, I've sort of learned to forgive him for what he did and understand more that he was an addict, which can really change a person. His name was Mark. Love you, Dad. Dear Amber, I've recently found your podcast and Instagram community and I'm so grateful for this safe space to share grief. My dad, Paul, passed away a few weeks ago after a short battle with cancer. Father's Day 23 will be two days after his funeral and celebration of life. I'm currently trying to write a tribute to him for the funeral, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. This is what I have so far. My dad was the bravest man I know. He wasn't afraid to die. I first heard him say this about eight months ago in the oncologist's office when he received his diagnosis of terminal cancer. I was surprised to hear him say this. I was selfishly thinking of myself and the family he would be leaving behind. I wondered, was he being honest? Is it possible to not fear death? Seven months later, after fighting for his life through chemo, immunotherapy and radiotherapy, he said it again. This time, I truly believed him. I could feel it in my heart. 
What my dad was trying to tell me was that he had lived his life in such a manner as to have, if any, regrets, as a few, if any, regrets. When it came to how he lived his life, he lived it fully. He wore his heart on his sleeve. There was no unfinished business. His main point of pride was his family, and he felt that he had done his job. My brother and I have gone into compassionate, caring and kind adults, and his legacy will live on. Banksy said, they say you die twice. One time when you stop breathing, and a second time a bit later on, when somebody says your name for the last time. Well, Dad, just know that you will never die twice. We will always remember you for generations to come. The last Father's Day I spent with my dad was in 2005. He was bringing his new family, which is what I always called them until he died, to visit New York City from Wisconsin. My brother lived near NYC, and I was only a two-hour train ride ride away from, so we went. My dad moved to Wisconsin when I was 11, a year after he separated from my mum with his mistress. We spent six weeks of our summers there every summer until I was 16. The summer before, I'd spent a large majority of my time there arguing with my dad and his wife that I wasn't a built-in babysitter for my half-brother, who was not even a year old. So when I told my dad I wanted to keep my job at home and could only come out for a week, maybe two, he said he wasn't going to pay for me to come out for such a short time. So I stopped visiting my dad in Wisconsin and didn't spend Father's Day with him again until that trip in 2005. I was 25 that summer and separated from my husband. My dad was already sick, but he was keeping it a secret from my brother, 23, and me. This picture is the only picture we have of all four of his children together. We printed it out and gave it to him for Father's Day. It was a weird weekend because my dad was tired and sad. We argued because that is what we always did. When we said goodbye that evening, my brother turned to me in the cab and said, why do I feel like I'm never going to see him again? I tried to comfort him, but he wasn't wrong. I saw my dad one more time in 2007 before he passed away. On my road trip home when I was moving from Massachusetts back to the West Coast, my brother never did. The next time he saw my dad was in his open casket at his funeral. My dad, Ron Birch, died while we were in the air on our way to say goodbye to him, April 6th, 2009. I hate Father's Day. It was never a great holiday for me when my dad was alive because our relationship hadn't been stellar since he peached out on my mum when I was 10. None of the Father's Day cards ever felt like they fit. Now Father's Day is a reminder of what never was and what never will be. Here's a bit about my dad, Pete. I don't know if I've written too much, but just wanted to share this. It's never too much. Father's Day will mark 65 days since the police knocked on my door and turned my world upside down, telling me of my dad's sudden death. I feel like an eternity has passed since. I last saw him alive, but also like it's been no time at all. Right now, I have no key memory to share, but maybe it's too soon to highlight one. What I do want to say is how I miss those everyday moments I always took for granted. The texts were silly photos and videos or memes he'd found on the internet, which he thought would make me laugh. Him calling me and my sister daft sods in the most loving way whenever we were fooling around and the dad jokes that used to make me groan even though I secretly enjoyed them. My 19-month-old was almost born on Halloween and he kept insisting. I called him Ian so he could say, 
Hello, Ian. <laughs> oh, I've just got it. I've just got the joke. Hello, Ian. <laughs> I was a bit slow there. He loved his grandchildren dearly. My heart breaks to know they have lost him at such young ages, but I'm more than sure he will be remembered by them through things that we do and memories we talk about. I love you, Dad. We love you. Whenever I have a cup of tea, I'm thinking of having one sat chatting with you. It will be six years in September. I still cannot come to terms with the fact that my dad is dead. He was the actual greatest human on the planet. And here's one of my favourite photos of us where he's taking the mickey out of me. God, I miss him. Here's my memory of my special dad called Alan. One Father's Day, I hatched a plan with my grandma when I was 15 slash 16 to surprise my dad. I got a train from my mum's to my grandma's house where my dad lived. Got a taxi with a chocolate cake and prezzies in hand to their house. Just before my dad got home, I hid in the other room. My grandma started being dramatic, telling my dad she thought someone was in the house and kept hearing noises next door. My dad opened the door and I shouted, surprise! He said I almost gave him a heart attack. He was always so shocked that my grandma and I kept a secret, especially as I can't lie for shit. I remember how happy he looked and we were all laughing. I can still feel his hug like it was yesterday in that exact moment. 2023 marks the second year we will be celebrating this holiday without dad by our side. I still use the word celebrate because it's a day to remember all the good memories, funny remarks and adventures. One of my fondest memories of my dad is his love for his ginger nut biscuits. Oh, what a biscuit. If he was having a cuppa, which was several times a day. You'd hear the kettle boil and then a rustling sound as he'd pinch at least two biscuits to dunk in his tea. When the time came to empty dad's house, I was working through his kitchen cupboards when I was nearly taken out by falling packets of hidden ginger nut biscuits. I couldn't stop laughing. It was like he'd left one last surprise, something to make us smile on a day we'd been dreading. Even to this day, whenever I see a packet of ginger nut biscuits, I chuckle to myself and feel like it's a little sign from dad, checking in to remind us he's still nearby. Hi Amber. This seems hard for me this year for some reason, which has thrown me off if I'm completely honest. My dad, Billy, William Jeffers, passed away in 2012, which feels like a lifetime ago and just yesterday all at once. My family was slash is far from perfect. And my relationship with dad and mum, both are now dead, was very up and down. But the last few years before dad passed, I was his carer and saw him most days a week. He was funny and always wanted to joke around. He was the friendliest person I ever knew. He always had a hello cock, which is a term of endearment and not an insult like it sounds for anyone and everyone. His smile was infectious and he had a heart of gold. He wasn't without his demons and struggled with alcoholism. But one of my favourite memories is being sat watching telly and him and my little puppy dog, Toby, who is also past now. We're playing next to me and I'm lucky enough that something within me that day compelled me to film a little snippet so I always go to that video for a bit of comfort and to hear both my dad and dog to remind me of how my life was before loss and bereavement took over my daily existence. I'm sorry as I feel that sounds super doom and gloom and I try not to let it consume me but some days the grief fog is a little more dense and harder to, to clear. 
Thank you for this opportunity to share just a little bit of it with you. This is my dad, Greg. A memory I have with him that I treasure is when we went on a vacation together. He let me drive his truck and helped me to take great photos on my camera. We both loved photography. I'm sending along a photo of my brother, Carlos Alfredo Gonzalez, who was killed August 24th, 2020. Every Father's Day since his passing is a very difficult day for our family. My brother was only 24 when he was killed, so young and full of life. What makes it even more heartbreaking is that my brother has a son who was only three years old at the time that my brother was killed, who is now left fatherless. My parents and siblings and I look after him and remind him of his papa every day. He is now six and constantly asks for his papa. And I wonder how this holiday will feel for him as he continues to grow older and understands the passing of his father more. My nephew's named after my brother, Carlos Alfredo Gonzalez Jr. My brother Carlos and his son Jr. were inseparable. My family and I are so grateful to have a piece of Carlos here on earth through his son Jr. Amber, I have a tendency to word vomit, so cut this down as much as you please. Not at all. This Father's Day is my first at my dad. Oh, we've got so many firsts this year. God. Tudor Vers, strong name. We lost him suddenly at the beginning of this year. He was only 51. He was larger than life, a passionate and dedicated businessman by day, but an absolute loose cannon by night. He was generally the funniest and most well-known legend in our area for being both the loudest but nicest guy and most importantly, the pillar to our family. Our worlds have come crashing down but the way he lived his life is an inspiration and a drive for us to keep going and continue to make him proud as he watches over us. Wherever the fuck he is but our people are somewhere. There wasn't a word left unspoken. We always wore our hearts on our sleeves and vocalised how much we all idolise each other as a family on the daily. There isn't one regret for us or him. Let's say his name is Father's Day. This is brilliant. Tudor motherfucking verse, baby. (laughs) Literally, he will always live on and never stop being my dad. The picture I've attached is my dad to an absolute tea. It may not fit into the collage of everyone's lovely, classy pics of their dad, but that was my dad. He wasn't normal in the slightest. And this is him on holiday in Spain after a trip to the market, taking the absolute piss out of us Brits abroad. The detail is impeccable. I was in absolute stitches when I was sent it. We allow the swim shorts and sliders. They're actually his. This photo is honestly brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I also just wanted to say how much bloody comfort your podcast has brought me. I found it literally the day he died, March 1st. And it's insane how in what feels like such an isolating time, you realise there are so many others experiencing the exact same emotions, whether at the start of their grief journey like myself or 10 years in. This really is a gang you don't want to be part of, but the gang brings hella comfort. Oh my God, me and you need to be mates. Like you actually sound like my cup of tea, I swear to God. (laughs) 
you've inspired me to start my own podcast yes only two eps in but the love and support from those around me in my area has been incredible so i thank you for the inspiration to help those who experience similar instances keep smashing the grief gang honestly this picture is so funny <laughs> i can't do it's gonna be in the collage so when it's in the collage you'll be able to probably pick it out <laughs> I don't know. I think it's the towel. The towel is the best. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Happy Heavenly Father's Day to my bubba, my best friend, my sidekick, my partner in crime, my safety, my heart. The one who loved me unconditionally, the one who was most similar to me. No one will ever love me like you did. No one will ever understand me like you did. Time isn't a healer. If anything, life gets harder, the more time passes and the agony rips at my wounds once more. The longing to hear your gentle voice, see your generous eyes, hold your strong hand. I'm so afraid I'm going to forget. I'm so afraid to live longer than I had you. My life is so meaningless without you here. Please come home, a king amongst men. I love you forever. I lost dad under horrible circumstances as we were estranged for nearly five years until my dad's wife reached out and said he was dying and was receiving palliative care. I dropped everything and made it to the hospital to say, to, to say make peace with our differences and say goodbye. This will be my first Father's Day since I lost dad, but saw your post and instinctively knew I should share a positive memory from a time in my life that I once only saw turbulent and source of pain. Now I remember times like these with fondness. It's a dad, Andy. Dad and I shared a love of music from blasting ACDC around the M25 to late night drive to Don McLean and Bruce Springsteen. One of my favourite memories is us at a Blondie concert in our hometown when I was 16. Debbie Harry walks on stage and I suddenly felt a pair of big hands on my back. I turned around and my dad was pushing me through the crowd until we were at the barrier at the very front. Later on, Debbie Harry hopped off the stage and sang part of Call Me in my face. I was in awe. One of my idols had just sung to me in my hometown with my dad. Pure magic. Afterwards, I turned round and saw dad smiling with tears in his eyes. He'd single-handedly helped me to meet one of my heroes in the most rock and roll fashion. Thank you, dad. A day for the dads. The third without you here, yet the pain has far from disappeared. The day creeps up and so does the sadness. The emails, the adverts, the Father's Day madness. A day for the dads, a day full of love. But you're so far in a realm up above. The day creeps up and so do the memories, the cards, the dinners, the joy of having you with me. A day for the dads and you're not around. I cling to the videos, your movements, your sounds. The day creeps up and so does the reality that I have the best dad and you will always be with me. Happy Father's Day, Dad. This is my dad who I lost in September 2019. He truly was the best and I miss him every single day. I miss his wise words and his calm presence. Always my hero. I would like to share how proud I am of my dad this Father's Day. 
Growing up, my brothers and I would always do breakfast in bed, burnt toast and orange juice, but he appreciated the thought, (laughs) and spend the day as a family. When we were old enough, it would be the pub for a meal and a few wines. We're approaching our second Father's Day without him, and it doesn't get much easier as the pain of losing him is still so raw, yet everyone expects us to have moved on by now. How do you move on? You never get another dad, and you know them all for all of your life. He loved his family and would do anything for his friends. He gave the best hugs and advice. He was highly intelligent with a talent for languages. He would challenge you in a debate without knocking you down as he was your biggest advocate. I miss my dad and most of all grieve for everything we should have shared together. My children were two years old and nine days old when he left, but he was a hands-on granddad and was delighted to spend time with them. I know me talking about him makes people uncomfortable, as when I say he's no longer with us, it's a conversation stopper, as no one knows what to say. But my dad is my favourite subject, and I don't want anyone to forget the charismatic man he was. Judging by the number of people at his funeral, I don't think anyone will anytime soon. Here, is, here he is, pitched with my firstborn, George, on New Year's Eve, who he doted on. My dad was Paul Thompson, who left us aged 52, but he had so much more to give, and he touched so many lives. Dad, thank you for showing me the true meaning of strength, resilience, love, and so much more. I love you, and until we meet again, I will miss you every day in between. My father loved hunting and sharing his hobby with us when we were young. It was a way for him to connect and share something with us. My favourite memory of us together is hiking through the bush and he spotted a deer and fawn on the ridge opposite us. He showed it to me through the scope of a rifle. He was so excited I was very young then and it was my first experience seeing a deer and fawn in the wild. He didn't know and I never told him that I couldn't see the deer and fawn through the scope as the rifle was too heavy, even though he was helping me hold it. He was so excited and proud that I didn't want to ruin it for him. And I just loved that I could share that moment with him. To this, to this day, my siblings and I still stop at that spot and look over to the opposite ridge looking for any sign of a deer or fawn. I want to point out that we didn't shoot the deer and fawn. It is a rule in our family to never shoot anything that is pregnant or has a baby. Sustainable hunting is the only way we hunt. And that is it for this year's Father's Day episode 2023. I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who wrote in this year and shared your special people with me. Like I said in the beginning, it is a true honour to be able to to be to, to be granted um the privilege to share these stories and that you trust me to do right by you. And I hope, I hope that I have. Whether you're listening to this episode first thing on Father's Day or in the evening or even a couple of days after, I hope that, as I said, today is gentle and that you're going to be kind to yourself. In a world where, for us grievers, sometimes not everybody is kind or knows how to be kind to us, I think the only thing we can do sometimes is just be kind to ourselves. Let's not give ourselves such a hard time, right? So thank you. And this is also the end of season five. Oh, have I curveballed you there? <laughs> this is the last episode of season five. 
I thank you so much for an amazing season. I've bookended this season with both Mother's Day and Father's Day, and I'll be gone for a short hiatus over the summer to rest, recoup, re-energize, and obviously come back with a million and one bloody ideas and things to talk about on the podcast because I love to talk, hence why I'm a podcaster. So I really can't thank you enough for an amazing season. It has been a dream, as all every season is, to be able to do this, to be able to connect, to, to storytell. I, I think over this last year, I've really realised what an honour and what a what a privilege it is to be able to storytell through this platform. And I've really um, come to appreciate and understand what I've got here and what it is for people and for me and so yeah before I start waffling on and <laughs> making this longer than it needs to be a huge thank you I couldn't do what I do without you Thanks for tuning in this week. I truly appreciate every single person who listens to the show. By doing so, you're actually helping more people find the show and in turn support themselves. You can keep up to date and become part of the Grief Gang community by following us on social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. Check out our website and blog too. And if you fancy, you can sign up to our newsletter where you will receive regular emails and first to knows on events and workshops. All- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Links for the above are in the episode footnotes. Big love, look after yourself, and I will see you next week. <laughs>